Hello and welcome back to the Smoky Mountains podcast. So thankful that you're here for episode two here on whatever your podcast platform is. Thank you for listening where you are. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you for subscribing to our channel. Wherever you are, wherever you are listening or watching this from, please be sure to um, give it a rating. Uh, if you're on a podcast platform, please be sure to, to head over there and give us five stars if, if you enjoy the podcast. That helps push it out to, to more people so they can see it. Uh, additionally, if you're on YouTube, be sure to, to like it and, and comment on those the, the video because, um, again, it helps us. So thank you so much. Um, and if you share a, uh, a review on one of the podcasting platforms, we'll be sure to to pick some of those and, and uh, share them on the podcast. For instance, um, heading over to YouTube right now, uh, Jeremy from Nerds on the Go said that was awesome. We're looking forward to this new series. So cool as well to hear you mention this for months and now see it in action. Uh, Kyle said, absolutely love this. Awesome work. Eric said, absolutely loved it. Um, Bob, you knocked it out of the park. Great job, Scott and Vicky. Uh, again, Scott and Vicky, thank you so much for, for coming on and um, being my my uh, guinea pigs, as, as it were. Um, fantastic, fantastic guests. Had an enjoyable time. Uh, chatting with you, and 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 so far, everyone that I've I've interviewed so far, um, both before and after the actual recording is over, we sat and talked for 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 a little while afterwards. So um, I've really enjoyed these conversations. Annie said, "I really enjoyed watching this. Great job." Helen said, "Love the podcast." Leo said, "Really enjoyed the first podcast. Thank you." And uh, um, Noah had said. Excellent little Nero's hat. One cheese pizza, please. If you haven't seen the first episode, it is top five things to do in the Smokies um, for Christmas. So be be sure to check that one out if, if you haven't already. So um, we are heading into episode two here. We have a, a, another guest that's going to join us and give their top five. But But before we get started, I want to talk a little bit about this time of year. So I'm recording this podcast in in January. So anytime you watch it, it'll be still be applicable. But um, watching this in January, I remember when I first started coming down in 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 the Smokies. The first time I ever came in January, February time, and it was dead, guys. And for those who have lived in the area or have been coming for years, know exactly what I'm talking about. Businesses would, a lot of restaurants even, would shut down, but but attractions would be very few and, and, and far between, um, really limited hours or, or not open at all. So to go down when it's completely dead and not a lot of attractions are there to what it is now in the Smokies. Now, things close earlier. Um, I think you'd be hard-pressed hard to find too many places that are open past uh, nine o'clock in in the Smokies anymore. Nine p.m. Some some close even earlier, but the dynamic has has really changed. Um, there used to be an off season when it comes to the Smoky Mountains, and correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, to find those slow times, you really have to look for very specific weeks. A week after, like a rod run, or um, a week after a holiday where there's everyone's going back to work or back to school. Uh, those are the times you really have to find where, uh, and the indicator, a little, little, a uh, little secret here. The indicator, a lot of times is the, the pricing of hotels 
um, if, if you notice that the, the prices have really bottomed out, that's usually a pretty good indication that the week that you're booking is, is probably going to be a slower one. No guarantees, but, but that's been my experience. But man, from the first time I've come to, to you know, now, the way things are has changed so dramatically. And that's just over the last several years. I mean, that's, that's not even... I mean, we're not talking decades. I mean, that's within the last five years, it, it's it's really changed. And, you know, at this point, I don't see it going back or or, or changing. I mean, it would take some sort of significant event um, to really change the trajectory of, of, of guests and visitors to the area. Uh, people getting frustrated with pricing of hotels um, certainly deters some. But as long as we're out here willing to pay the prices that they're setting for hotels and in and, and some of the cabins, I mean, it's they're going to keep raising those prices and, and it's going to keep getting uh, staying very, very busy for, for the majority of the time. Of course, there's uh, key areas um, as far as some of the worst times to visit in the Smokies. Uh, we're going to be talking about that on a, on a future podcast. But um, yeah, guys, this this time of year. This was it. This was the the dead time. This was the the downtime for you to come, if you just wanted to avoid uh, avoid the big crowds, enjoy some peace and quiet. Um, but there's been a, there's been some some days, especially the weekend. The weekends anymore um, in the Smokies, regardless of the time of year, are, are typically going to be busy. Weekdays, uh, if you can take time off this time of year and you want to enjoy it, um, they're probably not too bad. But but yeah just not the same. I mean, it, it's, it's not going to be the same. Uh, I, I feel like ever again. So I want to talk to you about, um, this episode's sponsor, all about the smokies.com. All about the smokies.com is a place for you to be able to plan your smoky mountain vacation, to find some, some, some discounts, to find out what's coming uh, in the future, to, to really know fully what's going on in the smokies. Head over there to uh, to see all that information, but also to sign up for the newsletter because once a month, uh, allaboutthesmokies.com sends out a newsletter, lets you know what's going on and what's coming up. Uh, very, very pertinent information. So be sure to go over to allaboutthesmokies.com and subscribe to the newsletter. Uh, you won't regret it, guys. Great information uh, at allaboutthesmokies.com. Okay, so our... Yes, for this episode, uh, I'm so excited. We're going to bring him on right now. All right, so we have Eric DeBell here with us, and um, you're with the Impossibilities. Uh, help, help me out with the name, the Impossibilities. <laughs> impossibilities, Magic, Mind Reading, and Mayhem Man. at the Gatlinburg Space Needle. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I knew I, I would mess that up, so it was impossible for me to, to get it right. That's why I needed yes. you to jump in. So, or improbable, uh, yes. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Thank it, you. It, thank it you for means the world me. to me. Um, so tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell, tell the listeners and, and the viewers here a little bit about yourself and, and about uh, uh, what you do there in Gatlinburg. Sure. My name is Eric Dobell. I'm a mentalist, and I do a little bit of magic also. So we do a uh, magic and mind reading show is what Impossibilities is. Uh, the other thing we call it is an interactive magic show. Because uh, a lot of people online, after they're seeing the show, that was one of the things they were talking about is how interactive it is. So we kind of 
throw that out there sometimes too. Uh, I'm from upstate New York. I've been doing magic for about 20 years. Uh, and yeah, and we're going to be hitting our eighth season here in Gatlinburg at the Iris Theater at the Space Needle in March, believe it or not. Uh, so it's pretty, pretty exciting. Pretty exciting. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So you want to know how I got into magic and all that too? I, I, w- I would love to know that. And, and while you're at sure. it, how long have you... So it's eight years of the show. How long yeah. have you been in the Smoky Mountains? Is that did those things happen at the same time? or They did. They happened at the same time. I guess I was probably here about nine years um, because we... Uh, well, I'll back up and then it'll all make sense in a second. But sure. I, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a professional wrestler. And I don't know if you can tell on camera, but I'm about five foot five, and I'm uh, probably about 180 now, but it's a fat 180. And I was uh, much smaller when I was a kid. And uh, when I was about 20, 21 years old, I realized that wasn't going to happen. There's no five foot five professional wrestlers. And uh, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, and I was in a mall in Ithaca, New York one day, and I saw a magician. And this was the first time I ever saw a magician. And he was selling tricks from a kiosk in the middle of the mall, and it, it just blew my mind right i'd never seen magic before in person so i bought some tricks for him i went home i learned how to do them and then i just completely fell in love with magic uh what's funny about this story is i went back a week later to the same mall same kiosk same guy and he was selling sunglasses because the first magician i ever saw was not a magician it was just (laughs) a guy that sold overstock (laughs) right that's funny and uh, I think about him a lot because he changed my life. And if he walked in right now, I would have absolutely no idea who he was. <laughs> and probably vice versa. We'll never meet each other again. We don't know who we are. And he had a significant impact on my life. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, and then uh, after I got into magic, I started doing um, tricks at bars and at friends' parties and things like that. I was also going to college at the time and studying theater, doing community theater. And then all just sort of meshed together. Next thing I knew, I was doing, uh, I was doing magic for, for money. And uh, I, uh, about 15 years passed, give or take. I've had more than that. My, my timing is all messed up. It's very uh, uh, tangled up in blue. Uh, so I'm not exactly sure the whole timeline, I guess, but at one point I met my business partner, Chris, and he suggested doing a two person magic show, uh, called Impossibilities. And that's how we started out. It was a two person show. We toured it in North Carolina for two summers. That's where we were living at the time. And then we talked a little bit about finding an area like Gatlinburg to put the show at, but we didn't talk very seriously about it. So I'm in Asheville one day visiting my wife's parents And I see that there's a mentalist at the Gatlinburg Space Needle. And there's not a lot of mentalists uh, floating around. So I decide I'm going to, it's pretty close to where, you know, Gatlinburg is. So I'm going to get some tickets and go see this guy. So I call the Space Needle up. The guy on the phone says, well, the mentalist isn't here anymore. He uh, hightailed it about a week ago. And I said, okay. Do they want another show? <laughs> mm, awesome time. The next thing I know, we're talking to the owners of the Space Needle, and we opened the show in um, March of 2016. Wow. And that's sort of the abbreviated version of, of uh, you know, how I got into magic and how I got here. And uh, like I said, it's going to be okay. eight years in March, and I'm still <laughs> shocked every day I wake up, and I'm like, all I wanted to do is be in show business and to, to create and to perform for people. And, and uh, you know, I, I still wake up some mornings, like, shocked this is my job, and I get to actually do this. Yeah, I mean, doing what you love is, is kind of foreign, and, and I think anyone listening yeah. can, can, ide- can identify with that. Um, 
you know, when you find a job that both pays your bills and, you know, fulfills that part of you that says, you know, this is, this is what I was called to do this, or this is what I, you know, my, my life purpose, whatever, um, something I truly enjoy. Uh, not too many people get to, to, to say that. No, no. And I don't, I don't take that for granted. I, I, sure. I have it made <laughs> here in town. Uh, now, yeah. Let me, let me ask you. So the Gatlinburg part, it, it was, mm-hmm. you, you knew this was something that you needed to do as far as taking that show to the, to the, to the next level, a tourist towns, perfect place for it. Um, yeah, that was more of a Chris thing than me. I didn't okay. know towns like this existed. Sure. Uh, I had been to Dollywood or Pigeon Forge a few years before our wife's parents took us to Dollywood. And uh, when they said we were going to a Dolly Parton themed amusement park, I said, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was the first time I'd been to Dollywood was a few years before. I'd never heard of Gatlinburg and I didn't know I didn't know Tom's like this existed or else I would have done this 20 years ago. <laughs> so for for you, like how much more does it enhance your your um your experience there. You know, I, I'm thinking for me, it would be a dream to be waking up, you know, in any town there in the Smoky Mountains. Um, is there, is there, what, are there drawbacks? I mean, obviously traffic would be one, but I mean, for yeah. you living there day in, day out, like, does it get old being in a, in, no. in a tourist town? No, I love being in a tourist town. I love being in the mountains. Um, I'm not a real outdoorsy guy. Uh, but there are a lot of days where I'm just driving down the road and I'm like, Jesus, you know, I'm looking around. I'm like, I can't believe I live here and I get to see this every day. Um, I like living in a tourist town. I think the downside, uh, there is traffic, although once you get used to it, you can avoid most of it. Um, you still get stuck in it, but things like the rod run, you know, I'm sure Sure. you've heard of that. Um, if you know it's coming, then you can plan around it. So, so the traffic is not, not a huge thing for me. Um, I guess my, the, the only real drawback for me is that like, I have to order things online a lot. Like if I need paper, I can't just go down the road and get it. I got to drive to Walmart, which is like a half hour away. Yeah. <laughs> so I find myself having to like, for like basic necessities, ordering it off of Amazon a lot more than I'd like to. So that's yeah. the big thing. Like we don't have a target because everything's sort of for tourists. So we don't have a lot of the, um, the things that you would have in like a normal town. But, yeah. but even that with the internet, it's, it's, uh, I guess my problem with ordering stuff off of Amazon is I feel guilty. <laughs> Not sporting local or, or, or whatnot. Yeah. Money. I just, I'd rather yeah. just go down the road and buy it. It feels kind of wasteful to me to do that. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, I don't know, first world problems, I guess. Yeah. It's not, well, and it's not a big inconvenience to, to be, to be fair. You know, you running to Walmart and and I running to Walmart are two different things. Where you're at, it, I mean, it, you go at the wrong time. You, there's no just yeah. running in and grabbing something and coming right back out either. So the part it might drive take forever. Yeah, yeah. So no, I don't, I don't blame you for it. that. <laughs> yeah. So um, beyond your your show, like, how would you distra- describe the uh, the cultural arts scene in the Smoky Mountains? I mean, are there Obviously, there's local artists when it comes to, to crafting oh, yeah. and other things, but musicians, performers, I mean, are there any that, 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 that you admire, that you make sure that you uh, indulge yourself in some of their, uh, uh, their, their performing oh, arts? good or? question. Yeah. Well, there's, um, there are some local performers. Niels Dunker 
Do you know Niels? I, I know of him. I don't know him personally. Yeah, you yeah, should have absolutely. him on here. Niels Dunker, he's uh, like the world's greatest juggler. He's right here in Pigeon Forge. Okay. Um, you should you should get him on here and talk to him. Uh, okay. Ray Adams is a very good magician. There's a handful of magicians around here. Music-wise, there's this group called the Warners, I think. It's either Warners okay. or Werners. It's something like that, because I always think of Animaniacs when I hear their name. But it's like a father and his two kids, his two daughters. I don't know how old they are, like probably 16 or 17 or 18 or something, kind of in that range. But they do sort of like, um, uh, they do like 50s music. And like the one girl has like a stand-up bass and stuff. So I like them quite a bit. (laughs) I don't see them a lot. They're they're all over town. I see them on Facebook all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, so I, I really, they really stick out to me. Um, and then, yeah, there's, God, there's, a, there's a lot of performers around here. There's Danny from the Comedy Barn, of course, mm-hmm. uh, Slim Chance, who was in the Opry. I don't know if he's still around anymore, though. So there's, there's a lot of, uh, really good performers in this area. Did mm-hmm. I answer that question at all? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, so. <laughs> I guess musically, yeah. the Warners are the ones that really struck me, like, wow, this yeah. is a really neat act. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you you think of, um, and, and I'll be honest with you, um, when when we first started co- coming to Gatlinburg, your show was already uh-huh. a thing, and I knew it was there. I had no clue that it was in the, the back of the Space Needle, and once um, you were introduced to me uh, through Eric from Smoky Mountain Family, and once we saw your show, now anyone who's going down is looking for something to do, we're sending yeah. them your, your your way because it's such a unique experience to to anything that well, you find you. there in the in, in the Smoky Mountains. Absolutely love it. Um, you know, it, it, explain to to someone who wouldn't understand the difference um, between a mentalist and, and and a and a magician. Sure. So mentalism is a branch of magic. Uh, despite what other mentalists will tell you. <laughs> yeah. It is a branch of magic, and the, the simplest way for me to explain it is like a traditional magic show. You'll watch somebody, and they will like saw a woman in half or make a coin vanish, um, you know, things of that nature. Uh, sure. Mentalists deal with the mind. So when you go to see a mentalist, they're going to do things like telepathy, clairvoyance, uh, psychokinesis. They're going to be doing things that you would normally associate with, uh, with, a, with psychic phenomenon. So it's more like a like a head game kind of a thing. Yeah. So all uh, all we we saw uh, we were down in 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 Texas on a, on a mission trip and and we went mm-hmm. to a restaurant and they had a, a close up magic gentleman that was there and I, I recorded it and at the time he was blowing my mind. I went back because it's just what people do. I, I slowed things down. <laughs> and in pretty much every single trick I was able to see, it was sleight of hand, and it was beautiful. It didn't take away from me. It made it more impressive because yeah. I could never do it. I went back, and I watched your stuff. There were things that you did I, like, could not wrap my brain around. Like, it was amazing. And, and, and I'm going through. I'm slowing down. I'm like, okay, well, but what if? Nope, that doesn't make sense. But what if you did this? <laughs> nope, that's not it either. And and went through. So highly recommend your show. Uh, I'm to, glad to, to hear to that. The yeah. key is so, we, so we allow people to record the show, by the way, when they come to see it. A lot of magic shows don't allow that for various reasons. But we, we, we let people do that. Um, 
So, you know, if you get grandma on stage or something, you know, if you come to see the show, sure. you can take pictures, you can record it. And uh, a lot of the stuff I do is designed so that uh, hopefully they go back and look and they won't figure out how it's done. So I'm really glad to hear that. Yep. Yeah. Um, so living in the area, you probably have some, some like favorite spots to, to unwind. Are there any oh, yeah. like lo- local cafes, bars, hangout places that you frequent uh, or recommend to oh, others? Oh, geez. Yes. Let me, uh, um, there's a lot of great coffee places around here. Uh, I'm trying to remember the, uh, there's a painted post, painted bear. Ooh, I wish I knew you were going to ask me about coffee. <laughs> oh, it, it, it's no problem. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's a lot of great places to get. I'm, I'm a coffee guy. Yeah, I like to go and get coffee and like a donut. Um, I like to drink. I don't generally go to bars, so I'm not sure what the uh, yeah. You know, I know the Shamrock across the street's real popular, but I don't know what a lot of the drinking joints are around here. Um, I do have a lot of favorite restaurants I like to go hang out at. Well, that's a great yeah. segue. Segue, perfect yes. segue. So yes, Eric- to our sponsor, Better Sleep. <laughs> Better sleep. <laughs> hey, if you're out there, better sleep, and you come across this, go ahead yeah. and sponsor. We don't mind. I, I listen um, to a no, lot of but, podcasts. We can do Sherry's Berries. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, there's, there's plenty out there um, that we can we can absolutely hook our, our wagon to. I I, I can be yeah. bought and paid master class. <laughs> so this isn't a it's a good segue, but it's not a segue to a sponsored deal. It is a segue to something what I we, list for. Yeah, what we call our top five. So on yeah. every one of these podcasts, on every one of these episodes, we invite our guests that's come on to give us a top five in something to do with the Smoky Mountains. And that could be anything from restaurants to hikes to uh, attractions, their favorite towns in, in the Smoky Mountains. Wherever it is, we invite our guests to, to come on here and share that with you. And that's what we're about to do. So Eric has agreed to come on here and give us his list of his top five restaurants in Gallagher. Yes. I mentioned that I ballooned to 180 pounds. It's easy to do, man. Some of these places are the reason for that. Sure. (laughs) So these are in no particular order, by the way. This is not a top top five list. Well, it is a top five list, but any particular order. Not five to one. Yeah, I got you. Yes, exactly. So uh, have you been to the New Orleans Sandwich Company? I have not. Goodness no. gracious. Okay. Or Nolan Sandwich Company, I think. I, I don't know how. I'm from upstate New York, so I, I talk funny. Uh, <laughs> it's below. Uh, if you guys have not been to Doc's Magic Shop here in Gatlinburg, uh, you should go. And it's right okay. underneath that. The Doc's Magic Shop shops on a second store, and this is underneath that. And these uh, these guys, they, uh, they left New Orleans after Katrina back in whenever that was. And they decided to open up a New Orleans-themed restaurant here in Gatlinburg. It is authentic New Orleans food. So they got the the, the poor boy sandwiches, and they mm-hmm. got the red beans and rice. In fact, we frequently get red beans and rice to go, and then we uh, make nachos with it at home. Oh, wow. um, but yeah, if, if you like New Orleans food, this is a great place to go. And it's also different from a lot of the places here in Gatlinburg because, you know, it's New Orleans. Uh, so sure. that's the first one on my list. That's one of my favorite places to go to. Uh, Smoky Mountain Crepery is another favorite. That's one I go to a lot that also contributed to my weight gain because it's right next door. Uh, it is yeah, a it is crepery right, right next door, and they also do uh, coffee drinks um, and, like, you know, frappuccinos and ice drinks, things like that. Uh, but the main thing is that they do crepes. They do sweet crepes, savory crepes. 
Uh, and yep, I, I eat there probably more than I should. <laughs> but very nice people, and it's right there, and it's also really good food. Um, you've been to Tennessee Jed's, though, right? Oh, I love Tennessee Jed's. Yep. Yes, Tennessee Jed's is the one I go to a lot. Uh, kind of like Southern Comfort Food, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of fried stuff. Very good. They just opened up a new restaurant uh, down the road, too. Yeah, their, their breakfast is, 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 is like, I got their breakfast sandwich, and it's some one of the best breakfast sandwiches I think oh, I've it's ever amazing. had. Just yeah. so good. They got a good Reuben, too. Yeah, they have uh, incredible food. Um, have you been to the Lauders? Actually, I haven't. There's a, there's a list of, like, really popular ones that, I, that somehow have escaped me in all of our trips down. I haven't. So somebody that worked here was telling me about the Lauders because they were like in the New York Times for barbecue. Wow. And uh, good Lord, like it's the best barbecue I've ever had in my life. It is so good. So unassuming. It's just like this restaurant that you just very easily miss. And it's one of those places where when they run out of food, it's like, sorry, bye, see you tomorrow kind of a thing. <laughs> um, oh, my God, it's so good. Yeah, if you like barbecue, you have to go to the Lauders here. Do you have, like, a go-to dish there? Uh, no, we usually get, like, a like a platter kind of a deal gotcha. with a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'd say probably the ribs. You know, yeah. I'm a big rib guy, and it's hard to find good ribs. They have good ribs. They also have really good pork. Just, just, just go there. Just go there and get everything. Just eat yeah. everything they got. It's so good. And then uh, the last one on my list is uh, right here at the Gatlinburg Space Needle, Slice Pizzeria, which I think that I yep. bump into you at Slice after you the did. show that one time. Yep. Yes, so you know all about there, Slice. There weren't too many places that were open at that po- time of night yes. uh, w- when we came through, and, and Slice yeah, was still Slice open. Slice is open pretty late. Uh, New York-style pizza. Uh, so good. I would say the sli- the size of your head, but it's it's actually like two or three sizes the size of your yeah. head. <laughs> yeah. It is, it is giant. Yeah, you can um, you can share it with somebody the pizza just cut it in don't tell them i said that because they want you to buy two no of course, I, but... I won't share i won't share you won't share <laughs> yeah nope, they can get their own it is like i mean if i'm exaggerating tell me but it is like half a pizza like one slice right <laughs> pretty close to it yeah close i'd say maybe somewhere between a quarter and a half but like yeah. it, it isn't it's it giant. isn't necessarily a normal pizza size though like these are New. giant pizzas that they're cutting into to, to, to quarters just about so yeah yeah they're, good they're pizza. very good greasy like the the kind of pizza that's just just so easy to eat yeah yeah I, I agree with that one completely yeah it's so big you should get a t-shirt for it <laughs> yeah yeah you can wear it as a t-shirt uh they're, they're so you big <laughs> so that's uh yeah, they're 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 really good, and and like I said, very very few places, especially this time of year, very few places are open late um, or later in the evening. Yeah, um, we we were very up few against places the clock. Are open. Yeah, we were up against the clock, and and we're we're looking, and we hadn't had dinner yet. We're like starving, and we walk out, and sm- the smell of pizza hits you in the face, and yeah, yep. definitely definitely worth uh, even a the fast food places so. uh, close early around here. People will call and ask sometimes, like, "What's the nightlife around here?" And I'm like, there, there really isn't any. <laughs> like everything closes no. at like ten. Um, but w- the Space Needle's open till like yeah. I don't know midnight or something. Depends on time of the year. And Slice is open, so you can always count on coming to the Space Needle or Slice. You know, you could dance Space here. Space Needle, <laughs> I, I think one of the the most underrated attractions. <laughs> 
in oh, the Smokies is a spacing. I tell um, people all the time it's the best view of the Smokies because not only do you get to see a 360 degree view of the of the mountains, but you also get right. the city as well. And yeah. then uh, when it's snowing, oh my goodness! If you can get up here when it's snowing, it's it's you're gonna get some Instagram shots up here. <laughs> Instagram worthy pictures. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, um, thank you for sharing that list with us. Um, yeah, that no problem. is definitely one of my favorite pastimes when, when I'm there in the Smokies. Oh, um, yes. it, it's, it's, uh, it, like we, we hear about people who go and they'll, they'll get groceries for the week. And I'm like, I, I just, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't understand that. Like I can make, I can get groceries at home. I can make stuff at home. I, I, I don't want to do it when I'm on vacation, but to yeah. their own, but, but, but anyway, well, I know people, um, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to name drop businesses, but I know people come here and they go to like a place that they have in town back home. And I'm like, "What are you doing? You're on vacation." <laughs> yeah, my daughter. My daughter's a picky eater, and sometimes yeah. we have to pull into a Burger King. And like, this feels yeah, like, what a waste. But but that that's kind of <laughs> what she does. But um, so so thank you. And if you're listening on YouTube um, or on a, a platform that that allows commenting, please comment down below. What what's some place that, that we missed that you love? Um, and comment down below. Yeah. Tell us what's your what's your favorite restaurant in Gatlinburg? Um, I, I really like this list. It kind of goes. Uh, you can tell you're local uh, based on the list. It, it's it, it has that 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 local feel to it. So, um, and if you oh, don't have a place to comment and you just want to um, to let us know what what you're thinking, you can email me at bob at allaboutthesmokies.com and be sure to let me know what's your favorite restaurant. And we may share your comments on a future podcast. Um, so, um, also, while you're out there, be sure to give the podcast a five star rating. It really helps us in pushing these uh, these out to, to more people, so uh, people can 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 find us. Um, thank you, Eric, for joining us. Where can people find you? Oh, they can find us at the Iris Theater. Yeah. Let me start over. They can find us. <laughs> I know you're going to leave that I in. I feel you. At the Iris Theater, located at the base of the historic Gatlinburg Space Deal here in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. If you're talking about how people can find us online, you can find us at irisTheater.com. That's theater spelled with an E-R. And we are also active on all social media sites. So uh, Facebook is the big one, of course. You can also find us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, we try to be on all the big social media sites. And, uh, yeah, go ahead and follow us. Tag us. If you found us here on the podcast, let us know. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would love to love to see you guys out there commenting on yeah. on, uh, on Eric's social media and, and letting him oh, know. Hey, and hey, one more quick thing, too. Sure, we, sure. We, uh, uh, I think we started talking about this a little earlier, but at the recording of this podcast, it is uh, early January 2024. We're open. We're open all year. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of attractions, uh, especially the shows, do close down around here. We're one of the few ones that do stay open. We do three shows a week. You know, if we have the people, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is a ghost town out there, but we're open all year. So if you're coming down during a slow time, you know, give us a call. Yeah, absolutely. And and like I said, I, I would highly recommend it to anyone who's looking for something different to do. If you're if you're uh, done with the, the, the same the mountain coasters and the different things that you do every time you come down and you, and you, and you want uh, something new, be sure to check out the impossibility show. You will not wreck regret it and and make sure you tell them that uh the bob from smokey's plus or bob from the the podcast yeah. sent you i I'd, I'd love for him to to be able to to hear that from you guys so thank you again eric 
for for joining me. It's uh, been You're welcome. Thank quite, you for having quite me. enjoyable chat. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. So great having him on. That was just a a really good experience overall. Um, you know, as I mentioned in, in in the beginning of the podcast, you know, we stayed on for another. I think it was another half hour afterwards, and and sat and talked. So. Um, really enjoyed um, that conversation with him to be able to do what you love and do it in the Smoky Mountains is, is an incredible thing. So Eric DeBell from Impossibilities Magic Mind Reading and Mayhem. Make sure you go and uh, tell him that Bob from the Smoky Mountains podcast sent you and that you saw his podcast and uh, I'm sure he'd love to hear about it. So that'll do it. Guys, thank you for another uh, – so much fun. I, I'm having so much fun recording these. Just another fun podcast. Um, thank you for supporting it. If Again, if you can leave a review, it uh, really helps with the growth of, of, of this podcast. We want to we wanna be the number one podcast in the Great Smoky Mountains. That's our goal. That's our goal. So this has been another podcast from the Great Smoky Mountains. We hope you have a great day. God bless.